it's wonderful how how the American people display their sportsmanship. Happy Thursday, Hoosier fans. How are you guys doing? Welcome to Often Daunted. Uh, this is my podcast where just all my friends check in on me, see how I'm doing. Because I'm doing fine after Penn State's largest ever victory over Indiana. I'm doing great. Everyone checking in on me. <laughs> yeah, um, that was a tough one. That that was, to say the least. Yeah, go figure. I mean, you really hoped following the Northwestern game that this Indiana team was going to show up with any attitude, with anything to just get them over this uh, this this hurdle, this uh, little obstacle they've had. I mean, uh, two-point loss to Iowa, four-point loss, but one-point loss to Northwestern. You just thought they could, they just had to bring one thing, and then we're right back on track, but no. <laughs> Penn State had an entirely different plan, taking advantage of our just porous backcourt defense. And, uh, yeah, their shooting made it absolutely impossible for Indiana to find any success in this one. I'm trying to think of where to even start with this game because, like, I mean, it it was just beginning to end. Just a brutal watch for any Indiana fan. Indiana fan. So, I mean, Indiana desperately needed to cauterize the wound that was all of our backslides in the Big Ten right now. And uh, after taking the court against the Penn State Nittany Lions, Indiana proceeded to just yield all the open opportunities they could to them. When you just wanted... I mean, I'm speaking for myself. I'm sorry. When I, I just wanted to see this team show emotion. And while well, I thought we were getting it because Jordan was giving it right out of the gate, it, it was just a team of sad boys again. It's just a it's just a sad boy year, I guess, in the Big Ten for the Hoosiers. I mean, it, whenever they turn the ball over, it's just heads down and it's a five-second just sob sesh in which they can't run back on defense. I mean, hey, if you're upset about it, put your head down, but at least run back and just stand there. I mean, it's it, you think... I, I'm not a coach. If I was, I wouldn't be speaking in this microphone. I'd be rich beyond my dreams, and I'd probably drive like a uh, candy-striped uh, Range Rover around Bloomington. Yeah, I, I'd, be this, I'd be the corniest, most obnoxious college basketball coach at Indiana. What the hell was I talking about? Yeah, I mean, it's just something that, like, you think that that would be pointed out, that would take one practice to fix. You watch it in film, point it out. Dude, why are you not running back? That seems like that's all that that would take. But, I mean, it's a different landscape of college basketball. Um, maybe this is just... Can I know you can't hit people. <laughs> I know you can't hit people, like Bobby Knight. But uh, how severely can you... Is there no more ass-chewing allowed? Are you not allowed to get your ass-chewed out? I don't know what... It seems like one good ass-chewing and that, that, that is done with. But I don't know what it is about this squad. It seems like uh, in the face of adversity, they just want to fold... When they, when they have all the talent to just counter with a knockout. I don't get it. 
it's one thing if if we're losing to teams less talented. I mean, more talented than us, but we're not. We are more talented than these teams we're losing to. These teams are just more sound and more unified in their game plan. I mean, our game plan right now is a mess. I I think I had read... Uh, no, I'm not even going to quote that on a microphone because I don't know if it's true. See, that that's the kind of safe, responsible journalism you get here on the Often Daunted podcast with me, Burke White. Even as a child, it seems like your instinct after giving up a turnover would be to look to make up to make up for it to your tribe, you know, your your squad, your team. You like you let them down. It's time to make up for that. It's time to end in the black. I don't know why this team gets in the red and then is okay with it. I wish I could point out specific people, but I mean, I don't wish I could cuz I probably wouldn't. I'm not looking to rip anybody. It's just because it's it's team wide, it's program wide that this happens. These sad boys need to turn into mad boys. It's it's time to happen. An attitude adjustment is needed. It sounds like a bunch of children, but it you this team is so so talented. It is so frustrating to watch what's happening. I mean, I know they've got to hear it tenfold, twelve, everywhere. They have to hear it from everywhere how frustrating this is for every Indiana fan. But God, the, the it looks like everybody's battling a flu, like a three-week-long flu. <laughs> it's crazy. It, it, this isn't Jordan's flu game. It's Indiana's flu season. What is going on? Freaking everybody on this squad has something to contribute when they're on and contributing. So, I mean, yeah, I'm just talking very generally about this game right now. Let's get into it a little more. Nine turnovers in this one. Now, while you think that that would usually be, okay, Indiana has a chance when we're only turning the ball nine, turning the ball over nine times. I mean, sadly, when you have that backcourt defense that we were allowing today, there's nothing you can do. Especially when when Penn State, I got, they're living in my mind, I guess. That backcourt defense, I mean, without Xavier, it is so porous right now. It is, it is, it is the recipe to Indiana's defeat for every single team out there in the Big Ten. They know what they they see what to do. They see the weakness is that backcourt, and they're going to exploit it on the defensive end all day. Someone needs to step up. Someone needs to deliver and uh, subsidize what we lost with Xavier. There's no way around it. Until that happens, I, I, the Hoosiers are going to have to do a whole lot else elsewhere to uh, compete in these games or to compete in this season. They're competing in these games still. Not this one. Not this one. If this sounds like the rantings of just a madman right now, it's getting late. I'm recording this pretty late. I mean, those nine, yeah, the nine turnovers, you think that Indiana could compete in a game where we're only turning the ball nine, turning the ball over nine times, but sadly it was, again, just lack of effort, lack of interest after the ball is turned over that aided Penn State in just destroying the Hoosiers in this. There's no way around it. They destroyed the Indiana Hoosiers. And I mean, Penn State was shooting lights out, both uh, Lundy and Funk for them. Shot 7 for 12 each from the arc. 
just a crazy night for them. I think they said it was like their high, their uh, tied their record or second most three pointers. Yeah, made for Penn State. Those fourteen three pointers definitely made for a long freaking night for Indiana fans. Thank you for even listening to this and subjecting yourself to any any just memory of it. I I do appreciate it. Please stick with me. It's always darkest before the dawn, and this, I mean it has. This has to be the darkest, right? Dawn must be right around the corner. Jalen Hood Chavino had an uncharacteristically uh, poor day shooting. Five for fifteen on the night, ending with eleven points, four assists, six rebounds. He's a star, no doubt. Selfishly. Selfishly, I'd love to see him play with a little more emotion, a little more intensity. I mean, maybe that's his game. He's a silent assassin. Sure, that can be your NBA profile, whatever, man. But, I mean, it's... While he's liable liable to go off for a jaw-dropping highlight where everyone just loses their mind because it is a jaw-dropping play he will make, he's equally as liable to just put his head down and defeat after he turns the ball over. It's crazy. Especially for a freshman. If a fresh, if a a freshman's problem, if anything, should be uh too much effort, should be reckless effort. <laughs> it's crazy. You think? Yeah, I mean, credit to him for having the poise. I guess. I guess the uh, experience, the confidence in himself. I don't know what it would be as a freshman to. Uh, I mean, have the emotional just control. I mean, he he always seems to just have the same face, same demeanor. Which, I mean, must probably serves his game best, but <clears throat> selfishly, I want to see him bring something. He doesn't. They they don't owe us anything. They don't owe us anything. I just support this team. I just love this team so much. I just give them all my money all the time, but they don't owe me anything. I need to remember they don't owe me anything. My walls are just covered in this IU red crimson bull crap, and I, but, I, but they don't owe me anything. <laughs> they truly don't. That was a bit. I mean, I I feel like in this game I had a uh, uh, like glass shattering moment where just the fog, the veil of reality was lifted, and I did see a, l- a little bit into what they were commenting about in the game where Jalen does take those quick threes, and while sometimes they are just like, oh man, just what an NBA player would do, what what the Golden State Warriors would do. We can't we can't afford it sometimes. I mean, we need to get the ball into the interior, and if not, I mean, he needs to drive. Yeah, he can drive more. We we it, it they they brought up the fact that he's taking these shots when he has all the time left in the clock to explore options to see because he can get that shot at any point in that shot clock. Why not see if we can't get a better one? Why not see if the defense is uh, falling asleep elsewhere? I I want to give CJ Gun. Um, yeah, more minutes. He he's playing with energy. That's all I want. Um, Jalen, our season goes goes by him. I guess uh, if he would have shot a little better, we would have maybe felt like we were in this longer and had the energy necessary to compete. But honestly, that's look at me. I'm 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 reaching. I'm grasping. I'm grasping for any way Indiana could have competed in this. But that was a slaughtering. That was a slaughtering that had me reeling. <laughs> ooh, ooh, yeah. Let's uh, 
Lone bright spot, I will say Jordan Geronimo in the first half seemed to play more meaningful minutes than he has in the past eight games. He brought an energy out of the gate. The freaking refs, <laughs> Big Ten officiating, fraud, all-time frauds, 10 years worth of frauds, immediately out of the gate, that ball hit the rim. That ball hit the rim. Jordan slams it in. We're hype as hell. We're going on a run. Who knows? <laughs> that being said, he, the, these minutes he provided today, I mean, he was the best plus minus in the first half with negative two, if that says anything about our performance. Um, it, it was good to see him get get uh, get involved in the game. Um, he's an athletic freak, and I want to see him flesh out his own game um, because his potential is something really dangerous. It is. Uh, his ceiling is pretty crazy. But, but uh, we have quite a bit to go. But him getting these minutes, that'll go a long way in getting there. So, good to see. I'll take that. Thin, 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 silver lining. So, without Trey, well, oh no, without Xavier, without Race, you had to figure, I mean, I brought it up last episode, we need a big three. We need a three-headed monster on this Indiana team. And it was going to take either Miller or Tamar stepping up and being the reliable offensive option that they had been prior to uh, that quiet Northwestern game. They followed up that Northwestern game with equally quiet nights against Penn State. Miller, Miller. so I think he took two shots against Northwestern. He took three shots against Penn State. Miller Cop took five shots over the last two games. He is considered our best shooter. That's that's inexcusable. We need to find him ways to get open. Whatever the game plan was you that the Hoosiers diverted from, I hope to God that game plan involved getting Miller Cop more shots. It, our shooter getting five shots over two games is it's insane. I I I need to find more adjectives other than insane. Um, Miller is best just operating on the wing, looking for his shots, taking advantage of the moment, finding his opportunities, and sinking it. That's what he does best. We need to find plays. We need to draw plays to get him in those opportunities. As for Tamar, he had 11 points, which wouldn't be bad, but it was just quiet. I mean, when he was coming off the bench, when we did have race and X, and he was providing 11, they were like 11 big points. They would be big emotional shots. These were some quiet 11 points in this one. He, uh, I, I really think he could be the one that steps into that third spot that, that we desperately need to do so for the Hoosiers to figure this out. But again, just a lifeless performance by the Hoosiers just led to failure all around in this one. We didn't stand a chance. Penn State showed up to play. The Hoosiers didn't. Seems to be the uh, re- reoccurring theme with these uh, Big Ten matchups. I don't know what it's going to take for... Mike Woodson to just shake this funk off this squad right now, but he it's reaching a boiling point where he needs to fix this right now, or the Hoosier season is all but lost. I, I I refuse to give up on this team. I mean, if we're heading into the if we're careening into a ditch, guess what? I'm driving, so um, <laughs> I, I'm along for the ride for better or worse. This is my squad till I die. That was just that was just a brutal brutal game to subject 
oneself to. So I do credit all of you who watched it. And again, I credit all of you listening. Um, you know, you sick, you sickos, all you sickos who are into that, that painful memory stuff. You like retreading on, on old painful memories. You like that? You sicko. Oh, again, it's always darkest before the dawn. It's always darkest before the dawn. I think I read that on like a get well card. So I'm going to hold on to that for all it's worth. In this game, Indiana shot 44%. Penn State shot 54. Indiana was 4 for 14 from 3. Penn State was 18 for 31. They were definitely going to live or die by the 3, and they lived. By God, did they live shooting 58%. The Hoosiers 28% on half the attempts definitely spells defeat. Free throws, 10 for 18. That's 55% free throw shooting for the Hoosiers. Once again, uh, falling short of taking advantage of the gimmies. Uh, Penn State shot 75, 3 for 4. They they did not get to the line because they just shot the threes all day. They took advantage of the backcourt defense that was presenting every opportunity to those shooters. And they beat the Hoosiers by 19 points because of it. Total turnovers, Indiana. 11. Again, can't turn the ball over. Oh, I might have said 9 before. I'm sorry, whoever's listening. For, please don't review and say this guy's a fraud. <laughs> uh, Yeah, no. 11 turnovers, even worse. God dang, 11 turnovers. Jeez. Uh, those are probably garbage time. Yeah, Penn State's biggest lead of this one was 23 points. I like 19 better because it starts with a 1, but God, it's still embarrassing. Saturday, we have... Quite possibly the best matchup the Hoosiers could have right now. I mean, many would say Wisconsin always is a bad matchup for the Hoosiers, but I'm going to say the Wisconsin team right now currently on the backslide they are, with Indiana currently on the backslide they are, I mean, it, it's it's a loser leaves town game. Shout out uh, PMT. Uh, yeah, loser leaves town here for sure. Visiting Assembly Hall, one of the most hostile environments, uh, that Northwestern game, it still is. It still is one of the most hostile environments. I need, I need, it, I need the hall rocking <laughs> because uh, this backsliding Wisconsin squad. Th- this could be a prime opportunity for the Hoosiers to get back on track. I'm, I'm going to hold out hope because that's all we got. All we got is hope, guys. All we got is hope. Lick the wounds from Penn State. Let's move on. Uh, let's talk about a little bit of Big Ten basketball. All right, we are starting with uh, Illinois beating Nebraska 76-50. to Despite uh, the Sky Clark debacle. Man, they're, it, the Big Ten be crazy right now. I mean, with Sky Clark just walking up, up and walking from Illinois with just... The Hoosiers being the favorites and now being the second from last place team. Yeah, so, and Illinois just being considered a national contender at the beginning of the season only to fall as they have as well. We aren't alone in our frustrations, guys. Everyone's pissed. Everyone's frustrated with their current team if they aren't ranked number one. Everyone has something to say. And even if they are ranked number one, people usually have something to say. Michigan State beat uh, number 18, Wisconsin, in Madison. So, as I said, as we lost at home to a hot Northwestern team, 
Wisconsin lost to a hot Michigan State team. As I say, a hot Northwestern team. They're uh, losing in the second half to Rutgers at this time of recording. Yeah, I mean, Michigan State moves to 4-1 and one in the conference. I mean, just playing some great ball. Um, since the last time we recorded, Purdue matched up with Penn State, beat them um, as we were unable to. Purdue continuing to look like the class of the Big Ten. I refuse to acknowledge them as such, but they look like someone who might look like the class of the Big Ten. Maryland beat uh, number 24, Ohio State, who is also on a backslide. Hey, backslides all around, you guys. We're not alone. Misery loves company. Guess what? We got a lot of company. (laughs) So, Hoosier fans, let's just, let's wipe this one from the memory. Our memories, not the players. Let them remember this. Let's let's learn from this. I, I say that at the end of each of these losses, let's learn from this. But gosh, please learn from this. Please learn from a 19-point loss to Penn State. You have to. This Indiana team has to take things from these losses. And this one, just it's, it's just accountability. That is so cliche to use that word, but what is accountability other than making up for the turnover you just committed? So until Mike Woodson has the Hoosiers finding that extra gear that gets them to make the plays necessary, the second efforts necessary to compete in Big Ten basketball. I mean, all of these recordings are starting to sound the same. Please, Mike, please give give me something good. Let me record. I am begging you, please let me record a victory podcast. It's been so long. It's been so long. I wanted to leave this. Oh. Uh, let's get into the uh, show Walter Fish of the game. So that is the MVP of this game is my show Walter Fish of the game. Um, show Walter Fish of the game is going to I don't whoa, Jordan Geronimo for his first half plus minus. Yeah, first half plus minus for negative two plus minus Jordan Geronimo. Before we get out of here, I wanted to leave you on a quote by uh. I I figured, you know what, we're all down. I, I, I just figured I wanted a quote to sum up what this team could do to move forward. A quote to help this squad moving into our game against Wisconsin. So I have a word here, a few words here by Louis, yeah, Louis Pasteur, a French chemist and microbiologist, renowned for his discoveries of the principles of vaccination. Oh, that's a, that's a touchy one. Um, microbial fermentation? and pasteurization, the latter of which was named after him. There you go. Louis Pasteur. Pasteurization. Louis Pasteur. Um, Louis said, Let me tell you the secret that has led me to my goal. My strength lies solely in my tenacity. That's what this Hoosier team needs. Tenacity. All the talent in the world just needs, just needs something to fuel it. Something to get this engine going. Please, Mike Woodson, please find it in this squad. Find that extra gear to get them over this hump. This is an obstacle. Being able to inspire a locker room is an obstacle that any head coach needs to get over. I support Mike fully. I love what he's been doing to the program. I am all, I am team Mike all the way. But that's something a head coach needs to be able to do. He needs to be able to have the hearts of his locker room, he needs to have them inspired. I've seen the movie Miracle. It's not that hard, is it? Thanks for listening to the Often Taunted Podcast with me, Burke White. Uh, I record these after the end of each game. I would love to record a victory podcast uh, one of these times here shortly. So uh, after one of those, it'll be a really great listen. So uh, please give me a subscribe. Uh, Feel free to, 
Uh, give me a read on flyoverwire.com. I post there pretty much daily, just thoughts on the team. Um, yeah, follow me on uh, Twitter at flyoverwire, Instagram. Uh, yeah, you guys, we'll get over this loss. We'll move on. Our brightest days are ahead of us. That's for damn sure. Have yourselves a great day, Hoosier fans. Pick your heads up. You didn't cause the turnover. <laughs> and uh, hopefully you'll be hearing back from me uh, Saturday after a victory. Take it easy. Lux at Veritas. Down with the badges. <laughs>